Welcome back, leaders, to the TLD podcast. This is Colby Morris, your host. I want to come to you a little bit differently today um, because I've been having some weird conversations over on LinkedIn. And uh, if you, by the way, if you're not connected with me on LinkedIn, uh, would love to love to connect and, and chat with you there. But I've been having these conversations on on LinkedIn, and I felt like today. I would just kind of discuss some of those here uh, because I think it's relevant. One, it's timely too. And the reason I say it's different is because I'm unscripted right now. I just got off LinkedIn and said, you know what? I'm going to, I'm just going to record an episode on this because usually I have this outline that I follow and I try to make sure that I'm bringing you some, you know, organized content that you can follow that you can use and that it's logical, right? So I may, I may wonder, I may be wondering now actually, but, um, I'm just going to shoot from the, from the hip today with, uh, with some of this information. So what is it that's got me all riled up? Well, you've heard me say before, and if you haven't, and you're new to the podcast, Welcome, but you'll hear me say this a lot. Leadership is about people. Now, why is that relevant? Well, let me put it to you this way. If you're a a more seasoned leader like myself, and if you can't uh, can't see me, you've seen my picture probably, and there's some white in my beard, and you know that I am a seasoned leader. When we were growing up, when we had a really crappy boss, when we were in a bad situation, our only option was to stay there until you were able to find something else. There was no other option. You, you basically just suffered in silence and until you were able to find another job and you hoped and you prayed that it was for a better leader. Today, people don't, have to put up with you. They don't, they don't have to get stuck in this mold. They don't have to get stuck in this rut or in this position waiting for another job. And you know why? Because COVID changed everything. And this is why I say everything has changed. More has changed in the last three years since 2020. More has changed in the last three years than has changed collectively in probably the last 40 years when it comes to leadership. So these people, they have options. If you're a crappy leader, they, they're not going to stay because they do have the option. What are those options? Well, if I'm, if I'm them, I'm going to leave you because one, I'm miserable and, and two, I don't, I don't like you. And so I'm going to go DoorDash. I'm going to go Uber. I'm going to go deliver packages for Amazon. I'm going to go deliver for Target. I'm going to go do whatever side hustle or side hustles will allow me to pay my bills as effectively as I can until I find the next stop, until I find what is going to work for me. And because of the miracles of LinkedIn and Indeed and whatever other job search that you use, that that can be expedited. That whole process can be sped up. So when I say that leadership is about people until you realize that until you realize that part of that 
turnover, that, that churn of people that keep coming through your department or your organization until you realize that part of that is probably you. You're going to struggle. And I, I know that sounds harsh because there's so many other factors that could be involved, right? But if you look at it closely, you may be the common denominator. You may be the one that's driving people away and you have no idea. So how do you, how do you fix that? Go to the people, talk to your direct report, find someone that you trust, find a leader in another department, ask what they've heard about you, see what you're doing wrong, but start asking questions, start talking to people to find out what you need to fix. Now, to do this, you got to go into it with, you know, with the knowledge that you may get your feelings hurt. You may hear some things that you don't want to hear. You may, you may find out things about yourself that you didn't realize were true. And so when you hear that, you need to be prepared to do something about it. Because if you don't, then nothing changes, right? It's the old definition of insanity. It's doing the same thing over and over and over and expecting a different result. So what do you do? You humble yourself, right? You, you let yourself be vulnerable. We talked about that with Brene Brown's dare to lead. You know, there's a, a strength in vulnerability. This is that time when you have to make yourself vulnerable and listen and be willing to make some changes and be vulnerable and say, Hey, I've probably screwed up but I'm not sure how, could you help me? I want to be a better leader. Could you help me? What is it that I'm doing wrong? And listen, don't, don't listen to argue. Don't, don't find reasons to go against what they've said. If you've asked, they're going to answer if they, if they trust you, which is a whole other side point. <laughs> trust, trust is part of a relationship, right? And if leadership is influence, they have to trust you to have a relationship with you to then allow you to influence them. So leadership is about people. I've said this uh, to a lot of the people that I coach, a lot of the executives I coach, and it's that leaders are usually doing one of two things. One, they're building relationships or two, they're repairing relationships. Because as you bring in new leaders, you have to build those relationships. You have to get to know them. You have to build that trust, that rapport, build the relationships with them. And then because you're human and they're human, you're probably going to mess up. You're probably going to screw up. And so you have to repair that relationship. You're going to have to say, hey, I'm sorry for what I did. I am sorry that I screwed up that way. Hey, I'm, I really didn't mean it to come out that way. Uh, I was angry at something else and I misspoke and I'm sorry. That's relationship repair. And if as a leader, you're thinking this thing and there's no way I could do that, then you're losing. You're losing people because until you become real, until you become human, until you become somebody that want to follow, they're going to keep leaving you. They're going to keep going to Uber. They're going to keep going to DoorDash because nobody wants to follow somebody that thinks they're right all the time. Nobody wants to follow somebody that just 
isn't real. That's not how leadership works. So you have to be real. You have to be real about people. You have to understand that leadership is about people. It's being real. It's being vulnerable. It's about repairing and building relationships. It's realizing that I have to know more about my team than I've ever known before. What does that mean? It means I I need to know their kids' names. I need to know their husband or wife's name. I need to know about them, what they like to do. Does it mean I'm hanging out with them on the weekends? No. No, that's not what that means. But it does mean that I have an interest in them, a genuine interest. I'm not just writing down names just so I can take it off the box that I know their family's name. I'm taking a genuine interest. And then I have to share more than just my work self. I have to let them know about me. Hey, yeah, I'm married. Hey, here's my, how many kids I have. Here's what they're doing. Here's where I, what I would like to do one day. Do you know what they want to do one day? It's a, it's a relationship that's back and forth. It's, it's give and take. It's knowing about each other and how you're going to help each other get there. But more importantly, how you as the leader is going to help your employee get to where they're trying to go. So it's about the relationships. It's about the people. And I can't tell you how many times on, on LinkedIn, I keep seeing people that are trying to make it about the processes and the systems. And hey, yeah, that's important. Don't get me wrong. As, as a fractional COO, I totally believe in systems and operations. That's part of my go-to. But you know what? Those things don't do themselves. They don't lead themselves. The gear doesn't turn itself. All those systems and processes that you're trying to implement, they're led by what? By who? By people. So if your team is engaged, your team is bought in, yeah, they're going to be more productive. But if they're not, they're not going to be productive. You know, the last study said that 75% of the the work experience, the employee experience, is the relationship that that person has with their boss. 75%. So if they have a bad relationship with you, how productive and engaged do you think they are? Really? Really? How, how bought into those processes and operations that you're, you're really trying to hardwire into the, the organization? How, how hardwired are they into that? I can answer you and you know, you already know it's not much because they're not bought into you. And until they buy into you as the leader, nothing changes, nothing changes. You can have the best operation in mind that, of, of the Western hemisphere or wherever, but until you figure out the people, until you figure out that those people are the ones going to try to carry out these brilliant plans of yours, until you have relationships with them, until they're bought in and they're part of what you're trying to do, it goes nowhere. So if you're a LinkedIn fan like I am and you're reading these conversations, read it through that lens. As you're reading things, see, do, do they tie in the people aspect of this conversation? Or is it just focusing on the X's and the Y's? You know, there's an old coaching saying, 
And it said, it's not always the X's and O's, it's the Larry's and Joe's. It's the people that execute those plans. It's no different now. The team that you have around you, hopefully it's the team you built. But if you inherited this team, you've got a harder task in trying to get their buy-in. Okay. Because chances are they've been there longer than you. But if you have the opportunity and you're building your team, you need to find people and connect with them from the very beginning. Okay. Make them part of the team. Make them part of that family as you're as you're growing, as as the team is, you know, really starting to to morph into something pretty amazing. Make sure that they're involved. Connect with them. Get them going early. That's where you're going to see the difference. All right, everybody. Like I said, unscripted today and um, <laughs> probably not as uh, organizationally sound as it, as it usually is. So I appreciate you staying with me through it. Um, if you haven't already, make sure to connect with me on LinkedIn. Uh, Colby Morris is my name. Um, you can look for fractional COO on there. And, uh, I even have on there that I'm the, the host of this podcast. So, um, otherwise you can connect with me on Instagram. I have the show, uh, things leaders do the Instagram there. So you can connect there and, uh, make sure to communicate. However you want to drop a message. I would really appreciate it. If you would share what you're listening to. Uh, if there's some leaders out there that need to know uh, more about this, uh, someone you think could really benefit from it, hey, please just, just shoot them a screenshot, post it in your social media, uh, leave me a, a review, and uh, I appreciate everything that you're doing. I really do. This thing is going somewhere, and it's all because of you. So go out there, connect with your people, lead well, lead people, connect with them, and you know why. Because that's the things that leaders do. Thank you for listening to Things Leaders Do. If you're looking for more tips on how to be a better leader, be sure to subscribe to the podcast and listen to next week's episode. Until next time, keep working on being a better leader by doing the things that leaders do.